If you're planning on traveling to Ireland in 2024, these are the tips you need to know as you're planning your trip. Thanks for joining me for the very first episode of 2024 on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. I always begin each year with a tips episode that kind of tells you what you can expect if you are planning to vacation in Ireland in the coming year. And I've been doing these episodes since 2017. So I started the podcast in 2016. I started doing the tips episode in 2017, and they are really one of the favorite podcasts that I do. It's fun for me to look at things that might be new in Ireland, keep up to date on any changes in travel and in travel in Ireland, and share them all with you. If you're newish to the podcast, I want to take a minute to just introduce myself. My name is Jody Halstead. I'm an author, publisher, Ireland vacation coach, tour coordinator, and obviously the host here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. And it's a lot. It's a lot to do, um, but I absolutely love it. Ireland is my passion. Fell in love with it in, uh, gosh, 22 years ago now. Uh, fell in love with it on my very first trip. And my goal, 100%, is to help you have an amazing Ireland vacation. And there are quite a few ways that I can help you with that. The first is my website, Ireland Family Vacations. It is a complete source for your Ireland vacation planning. It's filled with information on what to do and see, handy tips for planning your trip, free itineraries to help you get your plans in motion quickly, and so much more. But don't let the name fool you. I have traveled in Ireland solo, as a couple with my husband, with my family, and as a small group tour host. So whatever your group size or dynamic, I'm able to help. Another way I can assist is with my custom vacation coaching and itinerary services. Now these are designed to help you maximize your Ireland experience. And I work with you one-on-one in either capacity to help you create the tour that you've been dreaming about or the trip that you've been dreaming about. I get down to the root of what you like, what you expect, what your hobbies are, what maybe wouldn't be a good fit for you and really help you to outline and define your perfect Ireland vacation. Another thing that I do is small group guided tours. Now, I don't do a lot of these, usually only one a year. So they're very exclusive and the tour size is small. Usually it's eight to 12 people, no more than 12. But they're designed to deliver that authentic Ireland experience that so many people really are searching for. But it also will introduce you to the people and the hidden places that make the country so very magical. Just as an aside, I do still have a few spots available on my special tour this fall. It's at the end of October 2024, and I promise it's like nothing else you've ever seen. If you want to know a bit more, you can pop over to episode 184 and get more information. Or as always, my show notes have links to everything I talk about. So feel free to pop over into the show notes go to the website and get all the information you need. Now, if you love the process of planning your own trip, the My Ireland Vacation Planner and Journal walks you step-by-step through my process. 
from when to visit and how long the perfect vacation is to what to see, where to stay, and even what to eat. And if I do say so myself, it's a pretty handy little guide. And at the end, it has a, a journal section where you can, uh, you know, add in those, uh, you know, tour tickets or pictures or jot your notes. So it's kind of a nice memento after your trip ends. On a more personal note, I have two teenage daughters who I have been dragging around Ireland since before they could toddle. One very supportive husband who loves it when I plan other people's vacations because it means I'm not planning my own. And one very large, very fluffy dog who prefers that we stay in the U.S. and travel by RV so she can come along. So now that you know all about me and how that I can help you with your Ireland vacation, we are going to jump into the things you need to know as you start to plan a vacation for 2024. First of all, we're going to talk about the Ireland travel rules and regulations. Now, this is something I didn't admittedly talk much about before COVID, <laughs> but since the, you know, since the world shut down for two years, it's something that I do check periodically. Now, right now, there are no health restrictions in place for North Americans traveling to or from Ireland. Now, the reason I mentioned North Americans is because that is my biggest audience, um, U.S. and Canadians. But I know there are others of you out there who do listen, so thank you for that. And I just want to say that I did check these yesterday, so today is January 3rd. So I checked this on the 2nd, and currently the only country with any rules or re restrictions for Ireland travel is China. Now, if you're looking for current rules to travel to and from Ireland later in the year, if you visit the show notes and click through, you're going to find links to help you get uh, current rules for traveling to Ireland from uh, North America, the rules for returning to the U.S. after international travel, and the rules for returning to Canada after international travel. Kind of following up on that is your cancellation policies. The thing that you need to really keep an eye on when you're booking is what do your cancellation policies look like? Not only for your accommodations, but for your car rental and maybe even uh, tours or trips that you've planned within Ireland that don't necessarily fall under a tour package, if that's the way you've gone. So I want you to make sure that you're keeping an eye on all the cancellation policies when you book anything. And then also do consider travel insurance if you book tickets or tours that don't allow a 100% cancellation refund. Now, one thing you do want to keep an eye on is the credit card that you're using to book these. Some credit cards do have cancellation coverage or some form of travel insurance on them. So keep an eye on that as well. Make sure you know the policy of the card that you're using when you do your bookings. But also do take a look at travel insurance. It's something that I really do recommend pretty steadily since COVID, just because you never know what's going to happen. So for more travel insurance information, pop back to episode 130 and, uh, and learn a little bit more about what you might have, what you might not have, and what to look for in a travel insurance policy. Looking ahead into the tourism season, 2024 is going to be another busy year. 
2023 was a terrific year for tourism. The numbers had increased from 2022, but they hadn't quite reached the levels of 2019, which was an insanely, insanely busy year for Ireland. Um, 2024 is expected to exceed the visitor numbers from 2023. So that not only means heavy crowds in popular spots, but it could also lead to car rental shortages and full accommodations in the busy travel period. So you're looking between May, beginning of May and of September. That's really the busiest time. July and August technically are the very busiest times, but in all honesty, everything from the beginning of May to the end of September in the last year or two has been very busy all the way around. So thinking about that, when you're booking accommodations, you you really should get started earlier, sooner rather than later. In some areas, they're already scarce. And especially for like your budget-friendly options, like three-star hotels and hostels. And the reason for that is because Ireland is currently hosting nearly 100,000 displaced people across the country. So a lot of those people are being housed in former hotels and hostels, which has cut down on the availability for those. So I highly recommend, especially if you're traveling in that busy season that I just mentioned, May to September, that you book early. If you want to wing it, which I really don't recommend in the busy season, you need to be prepared and be aware that you're probably going to be staying away from town centers. You're going to be in more rural areas that may have you a further distance from some of the things that you want to see and do. And if you're looking at any special accommodations like castles or manor houses or location, you know, hotels that are in popular areas, Dublin, Killarney, Dingle, Doolin, um, any place like that, those should always be booked in advance if you have your heart set on staying close to something or in a certain place. Kind of pivoting into car rental, you always want to book your car as soon as you have your dates to get the best prices. Now, car rental shortages were a huge issue in 2022, not quite as much in 2023. But if you are looking for larger vehicles, you still may run into car rental shortages, especially in the busier tourism months. And as more cars are rented and the fleets grow smaller, that means higher prices with more demand. So again, go ahead and book those cars as early as you can. And for everything you need to know about car rental in Ireland, you're going to want to click through to the show notes and check out the full article on that. What this is going to walk you through is car rental prices any extra fees that you might um, encounter. It's going to run you through how to choose your car, um, what to think about in terms of luggage. Car, you know, boots, trunks in Ireland are quite a bit smaller than they are in North America. So what fits nicely in, in your small car at home is not going to fit nicely in a small car in Ireland. So just the things to think about. And then the insurance. Car rental works differently in Ireland than it does in the U.S. So I run you through every single thing you need to know in um, the article, everything you need, need to know about car rental in Ireland. 
Another thing to keep in mind is that petrol costs in Ireland are currently over $7 a gallon. So seven American dollars a gallon. Last year, train and bus travel was really popular along the busy tourist routes. And I really don't see that changing. Even if people are only using the, you know, using the train maybe to get out of Dublin and over to Galway and to pick up the car in Galway and drive on the West, you're still going to be seeing a lot of visitors using public transportation. So you want to book those tickets in advance, especially if you're traveling with a group. Now, if you don't want to drive, but you don't want to use public transportation, can, you can consider hiring a Ireland uh, driver guide. So there are a few different ways that you can hire a guide. <laughs> you can hire them for your entire trip where you have the same guide with you day in and day out. You can obviously hire them for just a day trip. So if you are based in Galway and you would like a really great tour out into Connemara, maybe you hire a driver for that or you hire a driver to take you down into the Burren and over to the Cliffs of Moher. So hiring a driver guide for one day, always an option, especially for those really scenic areas. The Ring of Kerry is a place that I always recommend that you get a driver guide just because it is such a beautiful area and the roads can be a little narrow and there are a lot of tour buses. So it's, in my opinion, a really great way to um, enjoy that ride, enjoy the scenery without the, um, the stress of everything going around you. And, you know, and the driver, you know, your person who would be driving, I guess, will get to enjoy it too. For large groups, say 12 to 16 people, you want to get those arrangements made early as mini buses and touring coaches are in high demand. So about, probably about April, May is when I have to start really searching for drivers for those larger vehicles. So if you can get your um, your plans in place before then and get those booked if you're looking for a driver, that is optimal. If you want to know more about hiring a driver guide in Ireland, I have a full article on that. It's called Hiring a Driver in Ireland, it's the 2024 guide. And again, that is linked in the show notes, or you can listen to podcast episode 146. Now, when you're thinking about the tours and attractions that you want to visit, you want to um, really think about when should I book those or do they need booked? So the popular and must-see attractions like the Book of Kells, Guinness Storehouse, Kilmainham Jail, all in Dublin, and New Grange, which is just north of Dublin, all require advanced booking to avoid disappointment. For a lot of those, you will show up and there just won't be tickets or in the case of Guinness Storehouse, you would be waiting in line for hours in the busy season, and that's no way to spend your vacation. So go ahead and book those in advance. Another thing that you want to book in advance is any walking tours or guided tours that you'll be taking in the areas you're visiting. So I have some favorite tours in Ireland that I really love, the Vintage Tea Trips Tour, um, the uh, Irish Food Trails Food Tour or their Whiskey Tour. So good. But if you don't book those in advance, it might be hard to get them on the day you want them. So think about that when you are deciding what to do. Now, OPW spots like Newgrange and Kilmainham Jail both offer online booking. It's 30 days in advance for Newgrange and 28 for Kilmainham. 
And both of those need to be booked prior to your visit because they both sell out. So you'll want to log in on that 28 or 30 day mark at midnight Irish time, if possible, and get your tickets secured as early as you can. Traveling into Northern Ireland, Carrickareed Rope Bridge operates on time tickets for both the bridge and the car park. And those do need to be booked in advance. The booking window there is 60 days. If you want to book your uh, Giants Causeway tickets in advance as well, you can do that 60 days in advance. If Blarney Castle is on your itinerary, um, I don't necessarily think you need to book that in advance, but one thing you might want to check is to see if the day you plan to visit is a day that there is a cruise ship in, in Cork. So Blarney Castle is, you know, 30 minutes from Cove or Cork Harbor. And if there is a cruise ship in, you've got thousands of people disembarking and a lot of them head to Blarney Castle. So Maybe just check that if you have a little freedom to be flexible with your time of visit and, uh, and visit on a day when there isn't a cruise ship in the harbor. As far as the Book of Kells goes, most of the books have been removed out of the old library. They're doing a massive deep cleaning and conservation project. But as of January 3rd, a new experience is opened that includes some virtual experiences as well. So what you'll do is you'll go through um, the Book of Kells, the, the exhibit that's there, which is a static exhibit, and you can see the actual Book of Kells. It's um, behind a glass case. You can't touch it. You can't turn the pages. Um, but you'll walk through that, and then you'll go up to the old library. There are a few rows of books that are still intact, or they were intact when I was there in October. However, the rest of the shelves are empty. Uh, there is a an art installation, I suppose you would call it, uh, I believe it's called Gia, which is a massive floating earth. It's kind of interesting. I, um, I saw it when it was going in, but I haven't seen it lit up yet. But then from there, you'll go into the new exhibition, which is The Long Room Reimagined and The Book of Kells 360. And these are, I don't know how to describe them really, kind of video interactive maybe, but I'm going to be visiting in March and I will definitely be sharing more about that experience at that time. One final tip on visiting the sites and attractions on your list. To avoid the worst of the crowds in popular spots like the Cliffs of Moher, Barney Castle, Blarney Castle, Rock of Cashel, Kylemore Abbey, and any place similar to that. So um, like Giant's Causeway. Um, oh, goodness. What can I, what else? Um, Kyle, yeah, I said Kylemore Abbey. So anyway, all of those popular spots. Try to visit, time your visit to arrive before 10 or go after 4. And you'll miss the majority of the tour buses. It's still going to be busy. Those sites are always busy. But if you will go before the tour buses arrive and after the tour buses are ending for the day, you're going to have a little less crowding on your visit. And finally, the European Travel Information and Authorization System, so the ETIAS. <laughs> this was actually set to start in 2023 and then it was pushed back to the beginning of 2024. 
And now it was just announced that it will roll out in October 2024. So it's probably not going to affect you at all for two reasons. Number one, Ireland is part of the EU, but it's not a Schengen member country. So it's not part of the ETIAS. So you don't have to worry about any extra visas or passport controls or anything like that when traveling to Ireland. But if your travel plans include other European countries, you'll want to visit uh, ETIAS.com so you'll know what is needed if you plan to travel later in the year. So there you have it. Those are the 2024 Ireland travel tips that you need to keep in mind as you are planning your vacation. I suppose that if you really just want to sum it up, do your homework and book early. And as always, I am here to help. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, you can leave a review on the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page, or if you post to Instagram, be sure to tag me at irelandfamilyvacations.com with a few kind words. If you have questions or comments, you can always email me, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at irelandfamilyvacations.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, Slangafol.